We are also brought to you, of course, by the legends at Manscaped. Manscaped, thank you so much for keeping our trims pubed, for looking after our hogs. Guys, Father's Day is just around the corner, and you probably need a gift for your hairy dad. Make your dad proud this year and get him and yourself the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the Lawnmower 4.0. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code GODEEP20 at manscaped.com. Oh, yeah, slap my knee and give me some A1 sauce, baby. And let me see you nod your fucking head, Stokers. What's up, Stokers of Stoke Nation? This is Chad Kroger coming in with the Going Deep with Chad and JT podcast. Um, I got my dogs over here drinking some Fruit Smash. How's that taste, bros? I haven't had it yet, but I'm, let's get into what it. Are you, what are you in, Tropical Punch? Yep. Yes, sir. This one's room temp, and it's still pretty tasty. Never had a room temp one. Nice. Sipping on it real nice and deep like. Uh, we got Aaron on the sticks. What up with his Jimmy World shirt? I mean, one of many. Bring in the heat. Yeah. Uh, I'm here with my compadre Jean Thomas. What up? Boom clap, Stokers. And we are here with the the uh, engagement impresario. Oh, nice. dude. <laughs> Strider Wilson, what up? Dude, massive appreciation on that title. What up, dude? Fired up to be in the studio with my dogs. Hell We've yeah. been trying to get in here for a minute, dude. We've had to overcome some hurdles, so I'm massive, stoked to be here, dude. So. Massive hurdles. I yeah. mean, uh, to take the Stokers back, I mean, uh, uh, about, what was it, a week ago now? Mm-hmm. At the time of this recording, about almost two weeks. Oh, yeah. Uh, we were playing golf with the Friday Beers guys, and uh, I, I was I was sober guy during the round, but you guys were crushing some brews, and, and yeah. Strider, you went in real hard, and... and <laughs> Took what about like eight loggers to the dome? Yeah, some ales, dude. Had they been ales. some like BL smooths or like a battery pack of freaking you know frosty cold cores? Like mm. I probably could have handled those better, but I think you guys put it properly when JT eloquently said I had that thousand yard look in my eye. I had that look yeah. of just like you know battle torn guy of just you know I saw my buddies go. What down was going on in your head, dude? Just thinking to myself, you know, what am I doing with my life? It's a Monday. I haven't gotten stuff done. Even though you, even though you were working technically, right? True. It was technically. I mean, it was the, a blend of both. It was mixing biz and pledge, which I love doing out on the links with my bros. So I should have just been all positive, but I must have just taken had some underlying sadness in me that uh, really came out because you were pumping fire jams in the ride. We were in your truck. Yeah. I mean, it was basically almost an off roading experience. I uh, and <laughs> honestly, I've never seen that much Sad. that much conflicting uh, stoke and not stoke and. In you because I, I always sort of, you're sort of like a, a beacon of uh, a beacon of of full stoke. Thank you. Dude. And and I you know we were driving back. I threw on ride with me by Nelly and I you know threw up a fist pump expecting. I looked in the rear view to see you joining in, sort of like a high five. But I was driving to keep it safe, so I was fist pumping. Of course. And you were just nowhere to be seen, glazed over, you looking out the window. I like yeah. what you told me made you feel better though. You said you got home, you were pretty effed up. And he went straight to your Khaleesi and he just started tickling her back. 100% true. 100% true. And that sobered you up a little bit? Oh, 100%. Dude. Just knowing that I've got my freaking rock right there, dude. Front, and she didn't judge me at all. I was cruising. I was like, what up? I'm buzzed hard right now. Mm. And she's like, that's cool. You know, she was just finishing work for the day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, just want to cuddle and chill. And we just snuggled a little bit. And just like JT said, dude. 
Little tickles, dude. All good. Did the tip Range Rover all wood. Did the what? Fuck, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm fired up now. In, you threw that in so hard. Thanks, dude. I've been. I try to do that nowadays. Yeah. Throwing like lyrics casually in conversation, see who can catch it. Do you and your coral do uh, froth checks? Like at the end of the day, you check each other's froth. Oh, 100 percent, dude. If I'm not, dude, I was gonna say I may have mentioned this on a few pods back, but my freaking dank ass fiance. We were just chilling, posting up, cooking dinner, and I like to bump some tunes midway through dinner and surprise her with like, "Whoops, we're on a date now." And she was like, "Yo, we haven't freaked in a while. Mm. We fucking freaked, just us two, just freaking, like grinding." Yeah, freak dancing in our kitchen. It was tight. Did you pump Petey Pablo? Uh, you know, we were pumping a little Cisco. We were pumping mm. a little Venga Boys, and um, I was definitely, you know, it, it was a great session. It was mm. a great session. How do you know when to stop? When I'm about to pop wood. <laughs> Oh, you don't want you don't want to get a hard on. Yeah, just because we're gonna eat, so I'm like, let's save that for later. It's interesting. I almost think you would. That would be like the. I don't think that would slow you down. That's true. I mean, well, the thing is, dude, you like, and I have, like, I have a tiny dink. I can get away with it, but you pull. Is it called the Texas belt buckle when you flip you your hog up and go up? Oh, I didn't know that yeah. name. Yeah, the Texas, Texas belt buckle. Yeah, the Texas belt buckle. That's, that fires me up. Wow. And I was just basically like, you know, I was wearing, I was wearing jeans and I was like, I don't want to Texas belt buckle it. We we're going to sit down and eat a meal. We were cooking some dank, um, there's a dank ass hello fresh, like a chickpea, um, I forget what it is, like maybe a masala or something like that. But, um, I guess my horniness was outweighed by my hunger mm. for that meal in that moment and just mm. practicality. You needed some nourishment. Yeah. And like, and if you go back to past freak dancing experiences, you know, Cabo, TJ, um, you know, real young. At I the, remember. It was that 18 and younger club that used to be in Laguna Hills. Uh, so Pearl. Pearl. Was that it? It's Club Pearl. Exactly right. I actually never went inside. Do you know that? No. I only went outside, dude. Nice. Um, it's too horny. They I remember one time a bouncer was talking shit to me and I was kind of mouthing off, just trying to like look tough in front of people. And he's like, get out of here, kid. You got Skittles coming out of your pockets. What? I still don't know. What <laughs> yeah, means. what does that mean, dude? I don't know, dude. Does it mean, does it mean you're a candy ass? Maybe. That's probably that's it. That's probably it. Strider, when you when you pop a bone, what's the average like duration? Length? Small, of... dude. Oh, oh, duration. No, I, no, I know uh, it's small, but small but mighty. But like, no, I'm, I I I I'm a quick buster. If I'm jacking off, I'll, I'll bust pretty very fast. I'm very efficient. I'm very good at it. I know how to push my own buttons. Mm. Um, but then again, I can prolong a session, get a little more intimate if I'm really enjoying. You know. A mature couple making love in a fun um, uh, manner, you know, perhaps on the top of a desk or a piece of furniture or an exotic location. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I can prolong the session if I want to. But I found, you know, during quarantine, you got to really pick and choose your moments. And dudes that have been in a relationship a long time, you generally have something that's called the 10 minute rule. Right. If you're pushing it past 10 minutes. She might make it back from that jog. Who are you talking to about that? All dudes. Oh, the bros know about this on they comps, do? which I don't want to put names out there because I don't want to, you know, bust right. any names in case. Do you guys talk about that? It's a ten minute rule. Right. Enjoy yourself for ten minutes. If you now look, you can push it longer. Enjoy yourself, and you know, maybe your fiance or during not quarantine time, she's going to go out for game night with friends or, you know, working late or something. But you know, a jog. My fiance is quick. She runs a fucking sub seven minute mile, dude. She's in shape, bro. Nice. She could bump out that. two miles and be back lickety split. Did dude. you guys ever race? You guys yeah. were supposed to race. We never did it officially, but when we went to um, in October, we were doing this thing where we were running a mile together every day, which was pretty cute. 
And then one day we're running and I surprised her and I was like, let's just race back to the house. And we raced and she fucking beat me. Dude. No, she did. Yeah, bro. She dusted you? She did, dude. It was close. I just peaked. I spiked right there. Was it full sprint? Yeah, dude. I was fucking trying. But you were tired. That was at the end. Do you think if it was the initial 100? JT, thank you for bringing up that point, dude. I agree with that statement because here's the thing. She's got way better cardio and, dur- and uh, durability than I do. But I do believe that Fast if it was twitch. like we're just going 100 meters... No, you know, warm up as you will, whatever, do your warm up, but I'm not tired from running a mile. I might be able to take her. So if you pop an NRB, a no reason boner Mm -hmm. around your GF, Mm -hmm. um, what's sort of the protocol? Like, do you say, Hey, I got an NRB. Uh, how do you want to proceed? Or do do you sort of like say like, Hey, I've got an NRB. I'm going to go watch history channel and try and get this, you know, right. Uh, although that may look prolong the NRB. I was going to say, if it's like an adventure quest show, it might prolong. Yeah. But you know, If it's something I've seen before, it's chill. Does she say like, hey, um, respect. I'm glad that you're functioning down there, but you know, go, you know, go watch some uh, Bob Ross painting. Dude, I'll, I'll, that's a fantastic question. I'll usually just be like, yo, heads up. Um, I'm rocking wood right now. You want to use this puppy? Should we use this puppy? It's usually what I'll say. Sometimes in the morning, you know, you wake up with a morning wood. Mm. It's technically an NRB, I guess, but it's just, you know, the body's flushed and ready to go in the AM. And I'll wake up and be like, we're going to use this puppy right now or, or what? Is this one? I'll basically be like, uh, for one or for two is I'll ask the question. Right. Sort of like, you know, like a hostess, but for my dong when sitting down at dinner where like you show up early and you're like, oh, table for just one today or is someone going to be joining you? Mm. I'll sort of give it that treatment, sort yeah. of a dining treatment. Mm. You know, oh, I have a, I'm rocking uh, wood right now. Is it going to be for one or for two? And then she'll be like, oh, you know, I got to actually hop in a work meeting. It's going to be for one. I'll be like, all right, tight. And then, you know, not every so often I'd say, somewhat frequently you know it's a tight relationship been working obviously ain't broke don't fix it a lot of times it's a bone for two dude nice. hell yeah mm-hmm. Just hop in a black angus and make a prime rib oh you know i've never been in a black angus what i've never been i've always wanted to go to a black angus it's so good, good dude, their bread 100 percent. dude their bread like i don't know what the bread is but when you put, when you put that bread with butter and then a steak and then you get some some mashed potatoes and like some fucking uh broccoli mm. i love prime rib with au jus oh dude absolutely and a horseradish um cream mm. dank i'm pop, i'm gonna pop an nrb right now i think actually what gives you i guess and there's a no it's called a no reason boner because you can't figure it out mm-hmm. but i always get no reason boners on planes is it something with the altitude oh for sure yeah yeah it's um, gotta be right people with, get horny on planes too yeah. jack shoe everything's heightened on a plane so true the, the imminent death, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Imminent death. The air particles. I mean, uh, I'm not. I'm not a scientist, but I think when the air particles are more dense, um, it tingles the tip of your cock a little bit more. Right. It's a little bit of a vacay too. Mm-hmm. It's true. You're going on vacation. You're automatically horny. But then, even on a business trip, if I'm traveling for business, which I've never done in my life. I bet you I'd still get pretty horny, but maybe to crack a deal. I'd love to travel for business, like wear a business, but like, you know, not even like comedy business, but like business business and get mm-hmm. to wear an outfit, have a suitcase. Best scene in Up in the Air is when Sam Elliott presents him with his flyer, flyer card, George Clooney, comes back. Uh, Remember yeah. that scene? That's the best scene? It's definitely not the best scene in that movie. There's a good montage. They use a great ass song in that movie. Yeah. Um, that jaunty little folk song yep yeah i love that song i'm gonna look it up is that um i think the biggest the reason i get nrbs on airplanes um tomato juice what's up you drink tomato juice on planes 
No, dude, but should I My mom used to do that. Should I start? Adults, Everyone used adults to do, do that. that, dude. Why yeah. did they do that? Ginger ale and tomato, Jay, dude. I don't know why. Uh, I, I go with water. I used to, I usually, I used to get Diet Cokes mm. or a, yeah, I used to drink tons of brewskis, actually. Mm. But I'm like you. I have a small bladder. And so I remember oh, yeah. one time I went on the Southwest flight. I, I think I was, mm-hmm. I was just going from like, because I went to college in San Jose. I was going to like San Jose to LA, I think quick little flight yeah super quick but i housed like two you know those big schooner beers at the bar absolutely housed a couple more beers on the plane and i was in the middle seat and i was you know the guy next to me was pissed because i had to you know i had to piss like five or six times um and uh he's like dude respect for being hammered but like you gotta you know you gotta manage your lizard a bit more and that really stuck with me even though i was so hammered for sure yeah those things that'll happen, dude. It's crazy what the mind locks onto. You know, crazy yeah. one-time off experiences. You never know. Totally. Yeah, I think I get NRBs on planes because it's I finally disconnect from my phone, mm. and that allows more stillness to come into my mind, and that's when erotic thoughts kind of flow. Mm, um, for sure. Yeah, and then I just you know just rock hard. Mm. Nice, dude. Yeah, or the sound of people chewing. Oh, you like that? It gives me NRBs. Yeah. I guess, did, I guess that's a, yeah. a CRB chewing reason boner. Yeah. Or credible reason boner. For sure. More. Dude. Dank. Is that the song? This isn't it. It's that like more. It. Um, oh, yeah. It's more right. angsty, or not angsty, but like. It's uh, faster. Yeah. yeah, it's like, and moody. It's like a more of a moody song, and I think it's a female singer. No, dude, I think you're thinking, thinking of the, the one band where it's like, M. you're thinking of the one where it's like, uh, there's like voices in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but they're like, like uh, they're like uh, authoritative voices. Oh fuck! Now we gotta know. You know, if they didn't get George Clooney in that movie, they wanted Steve Martin. Oh, interesting. Clune dog killed in that though. So first time I've ever said clune dog. That is kind of him. Like that. Just a dude living that itinerant lifestyle, hooking up with hotties. He hooks up with what's her face? Uh, Vera Farmiga. Uh, oh yeah, Vera Farmiga isn't the uh, the girl in that HBO Max show? Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. Yeah. I think this is the song. I think it's called "Help Yourself." It's by Sad Brad Smith. <laughs> you right, sure? Here we go. Here we go. Is that it? This is it. Is that when him and Vera Farmiga go to the high school? Yep. Okay. It's great. That's a pretty song. When you guys were wondering what I was thinking in my head, having that thousand yard stare after eight fucking ales on a Monday. Yeah. What the fuck am I doing with my life, dude? Yeah, these songs don't do it. You should have just been more in the moment and realized. And you were just looking over the hillside, and you're just like, damn, dude, I am hammered. Yep. I didn't even know my bros were Did right Did you have a headache? Me. Yeah. I was feeling nauseous. I never get nauseous in cars. Yeah. You don't get drunk that much. Bro. What, dude? You don't get drunk that much. Bro, I'm I mean, to, I get I'm buzz. not trying to, like, throw shade at you or, like... Dude, it feels pretty messed of you to say that, right? No, now. you drink consistently and you handle your alcohol well, Thank but 
you've always had a good barometer for for when to pull back true which i've always not really admired i feel you i think i think everyone always kind of wanted you to push let, it more let pull us see let us see you at annihilation let us see you without any sort of a it's true I've filter been. yeah i do like to be in the driver's seat but I'll tell you this. But it's good. In retrospect, it's good. Exactly. It is nice. You don't want to get too blacked out and who knows what. Um, what, what. What would be what? I would be a demon. Is that what it is? A demon within me would Do come out take over you? the world. No, I, literally, I get sick. I get sick before anything else. Yeah, you popped Addy once. Yep. And it was horrible for you, right? It was actually not bad. It, it was. I got sick. I threw up because I didn't really feel the uh, booze in me. I think it leveled it out. So I was like, oh, I can just keep drinking. And it was at Swallows Day, which is like this festival in San Juan, and you just house fucking margaritas. So I was just housing margaritas and just really not feeling it. And then that night I was like, oh yeah, I just probably drank eight margaritas. That's going to make me feel sick. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a big reason why I've like... Um, that was one of the... I stopped partying for a while after one of those Swallows Day parades. Those things can take it out of you. I took it too far. And it's kind of a... It's like everyone from your past seeing you. So there's always like sort of a... Um, a performance review of your life, mm-hmm. but then in, at a party setting, and it's like, what is this? Everyone's kind of catching up after a year or two. I feel like, how's this yeah. person doing? They're like, oh, he just vomited everywhere. Yeah, he's kind of crushing. Dude, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you can so pull it off, Goldman Sachs guy's fucking crushing it. Yeah, he just got a lot of heat on him. In him. It's yeah. a fun party. It's it's a pretty fun party though. Mm-hmm. I remember we went to Cabo. You're always kind of like the uh, the palm tree in the wind. You know, it's just sort of. I, I could always go to you to sort of for uh, reassurance. Yeah. Any question I had, any you know, any historical fact, uh, you know, I, I knew I could rely on you for that. Hundred percent. And I, I think you don't. Yeah. Uh, we, you, you need that in a squad. And I remember, and I like that those memories. I remember pointing to yeah. you strictly. We're pretty hammered coming out of Mandala mm. down there. I think Mandala next to El Squid Road. We or were whatever. just talking about that with our last guest, Ivy Miller. Really? Yeah. I remember when they fucking. Um, that gang took over, the biker gang took over Mandela at the bash at Farrell's bachelor party. Mm-hmm. That was pretty, the Mongols, they fucking changed the vibe in there. Mm-hmm. But, um, that was cool though. Like you'd go in the bathroom and they would tell you when you could use one of the stalls. Cause you can't just roll in on, cause they're like afraid that another gang might, uh, ambush them. So I sat there and super respectfully, I was like, thank you for letting me use the restroom. And then I came out, I was like, thank you again. Have a good rest of your night. And these were the, the prospects. Best Prospects, Prospects are, watch the bathroom, yeah. While the, while the heavy hitters take heavy shits, yeah. <laughs> That's my plan B for life, by the way. Become Jordan. a prospect. Dude, you'd oh, be dude. killer at it. You think I would? Yeah, you already uh, got an experience with Russian a frat. I feel like they're probably pretty comparable. Yeah. I got to imagine joining the Mongols is less intensive than joining a frat. Yeah, and I dominated my pledge ship, not to, not to flex, but... Um, hey, dude, you're just telling the truth, bro. Yeah, dude. Truth wants I to mean, be out there. Talk about taking your cock out and putting it on the table mm-hmm. you're looking at the guy right here um yeah dude you're loyal what do you mean you rip it on bikes what do i mean yeah uh i uh like I sh- if your cock's on the table like, you, like yeah, someone could you chop pulled it your cock out what's up you pulled your cock out yeah that's awesome well they they do a ritual you know where they spank you with the with the paddle i just pulled my cock out whoa yeah. that'll change things and it really threw a wrench in it and uh and so they didn't really know what to do at that point. It really kind of like dominated them. Mm. And they're like, dude, you should be treasurer. And I was like, not yet. What are the origins of the uh, paddle? 
I've never seen them in any other context. Uh, I think it comes from uh, ancient Greece. Checks out. Melee weapon, or was it always used for uh, male bonding? I think. I think in philosophical discussions, I don't know. Oh, like Socrates would just wail on Aristotle's butt. Yeah. Interesting. And they'd be like, you know, he'd be like, "Is there is there objective morality?" And spank him, and he'd be like, "Yes, sir. Thank you." May that was a good another? call. Yeah. You can tell you're an erudite. Lost dude. chapter of the Socratic method. Yeah. Is Socrates just wailing butts? Yeah, that's they're like that. That's why you know they always did talk do about, that, right? Yeah, they always talk about Socrates was kind of like annoying to people, you know, because he'd ask quite the Socratic method. He'd be like, yeah. "Well, why do you?" And he, questions he knew the answer to. He's, he's just pulling it out of them. He's like, "Well, why do you think that you know truth exists when truth is not inherently discoverable?" And yeah, and people would get annoyed. But I think the other thing is he'd slap their ass as he said it. And that's maybe where it came from. You have to ask a question like, thank you, may I have another? That's still like Socratic method. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. May I have another question? Right. But also may I have another, you know, ass slap. For sure. That's awesome. Maybe it bonds the memory too. You know, with the, the sensation of your ass getting slapped, it creates a memory. Yeah, it couples yeah. together yeah. to really implant. That's how you really sort of get a, a solid code because uh, you associate pain with it. Mm. Implanting on people, yeah, yeah. Like, do do you remember when your Khaleesi first implanted in you? I remember the first moment we saw each other, hundred percent. So maybe when we imprinted, I should imprinted? say imprinted. Is that it? Um, that's I from Twilight. Imprinting. Mm-hmm. When fucking Bella's daughter imprints with Jacob, I was like, Dude, so weird. This is just so weird. And the CGI eyes on the baby—it's just one of the worst things I've ever. Seen. You, Dude, I laughed out loud. I gotta give deep respect to T. Lautner though, because they were gonna cut him after the first one. They were like, "Dude, you're not hot enough to be Jacob. You're out. We're gonna get the main guy from the Covenant. He's got Ooh. six inches on you, forty pounds of build." So what did Lautner do? Did he sit at home and go, oh, I lost my big shot? No, dude. He went straight to the gym. He got straight on some HGH, put on 40 pounds of rock, and he came back looking like a werewolf hunk. Now, should he have taken some acting classes? No. No, he shouldn't have. No. It's not what they were knocking him for. It's not what they needed him for. It was the body, dude. Mm -hmm. He did the right thing. He did what a good actor does. He put on some muscle. Mm. That just fired me up, dude. His body was ridiculous, dude. He was yoked up, dude. And any, I don't think I think in every walk of life, putting on muscle will never hurt you. We'll fix things. I mean, look yeah. at Sam Harris, dude. I used to see him at Equinox. The guy's moving weight. I mean, he's doing a little too much arms, but he's strong. He was at Equinox. Mm-hmm. The one on Sepulveda. What is he doing? Squats? No, he was always doing like tricep press downs and stuff. Interesting. But I went up to him and I was like, "What up, dude?" I was like, "You're a beast." And then he was like, "Thanks, man." That's fucking no, sick. Like, nice, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, he's big. All these, you know, all these smarty pants now, they all do like Yitsu and Muay Thai and whatnot. Aaron's asleep. Um, his- Sorry, guys. <laughs> I really need to eat something. Are you hungry? Dude, you want a fruit smash? Do you want to eat right now? I'll get you something, I can get you a bowl of cereal. Dude, I love it. Dude, one of my favorite things in the world is watching someone fall asleep. (laughs) When you see someone fighting the fight, my dad used to call it fighting the battle. They're just like, when they're doing this, uh, Dude, Aaron, are you falling asleep? Have we not talked about our cocks in 
Is that what is that what made you go to see more to cock talk? Boner talk. All right, we'll bring it back. Is yeah, it because we said cock instead of dong? True. Yeah, we got a little. Yeah, more. that's X rated. Yeah, I, I'm I'm trying to embrace that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Just that that you know they say embrace your shadow, and I think being a cock guy is is my shadow a little bit. I think so too. I don't want to go full cock guy. I just want to start saying the word. It's a pretty sweet word. It always it always uh, scared me, like the 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 ferocity of it. The, yeah. The you know it's just you know. Two C's and a K, and it's just hit you know, cock. There's no gentle way to say it. You can't yeah. be like cock. It all sounds harsh. Yeah, yep. and that's not really my steez. Cock. You know, like I, I, I would never, you know, uh, you know, present my cock. Uh, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Well, like a cat, a cat presents itself. Right. Right. Yeah. And a cat is in history a, a more of an effeminate creature, even though they're fierce and. M- m- majestic beings um but you wouldn't present your cock and sort of i guess um you know the the way we we're talking about it it's more of a masculine way of saying it i think yeah. uh, at least the way we in society present masculine yeah it's qualities. kind of the, it's probably the strongest way you can mention your your dick yeah, yeah. is there a yeah. stronger way that we could possibly think of like my fucking penis no. But then you have to say fuck. The fuck's yeah. doing most of the work yeah. there. That seems like an uptight like Frenchman. I think you could you could give it a yeah. you could give it like an extra you could give it a non sexually related title. Like you could call it like the man maker or like Oh yes. Like the end, Jackhammer. The end of days or something like that. I think an apocalyptic kind of Good call. Uh, Greenland man. with Gerard Butler as my dick. This guy doing shot collar. Oh really? This is falling. Shot collar is a pretty good uh, It's a pretty solid movie. Yeah. But dude, we oh, talked. I thought that was the name of your, your my cock. Yeah, it's also yeah. a good cock. The shot collar. Yeah, that's a really good name for your cock. That's what. What do you think's like? What do you think's the thing that you're you're most right about? Me? Yeah. Shit, dude. Probably that I suck at cod. Dude, for you sure. Suck at cod. I suck, dude. You're bad at the mini map. I, I heard. Really. I heard you had some mini map issues the other night. Every night, but yeah, I got called out hard. Your bro came down on me pretty hard. That's I'm like, you told me. My brother I'm like, bro, me. I don't. I'm like, dude, I'm not doing it on purpose. Like, I'm telling you, I, I struggle with this You were supposed to pick puppy. them up or something? I was supposed to drop money at a buy station. But since the redo of the map, I like memorized where the buy station was, but it had moved. And then they're all like, well, what the fuck are you doing? Like, just look at the mini map. We're all like standing That's how you it. remember where the buys are? Yeah, I just have it memorized. Whoa. I mean, they, they change basically by loadout. But we were by one and it's like always in this back wall at fire station kind of up by Promenade West and uh but it moved over and like yeah if I was if I was I just sucked and I should have glanced at it but I was just like looking at the thing and I'm like and then like I got lost going back to it and took too long of a route mm. but there was no harm no foul I mean we got the money dropped it was just a little closer than we would have liked do my KD this week 0.86 baby let's go for I finally downloaded the app so I can keep tabs on it I dude I've been dropping Dude, yeah, yeah, you've been more in the thread. I've been on Let's it. go, dude. I've been on there. We got some drops last night. It was tough. I switched my controller layout, dude. I went BP tactical, bro. Hmm. Huge. Now I just got to click down on my right thumbstick to slide instead of hitting B. And I can do that little streamer duck down move to like go prone and shoot guys. Hmm. I think it's really going to up my KD. That's a huge does. key if you want to drop bodies is you have to stay moving when you're in a one-on-one gunfight. And mm-hmm. I don't do that. I lock on and I just fire until one of us is down. But totally. if you want to win those 50-50s, you got to... You got to be on the move. I haven't played in weeks. <laughs> Drop, baby. Sorry to bring that. <laughs> no, you're good, dude. I haven't played in weeks. Everyone's like, you fucked up, dude. Yeah, fuck you, dude. No, no dude, you're good. You've been busy. You've been doing other stuff. Chilling, dude. Yeah. I mean, uh, You've been shredding. 
been shredding. I've been sunning my nuts. Oh, you sunned your nuts, right? How'd that I go? I did today, yeah. Um, dude, it was good. It's actually part of my legend. Um, but I, I, you know, I gave I gave him a fifteen minute just soak. Um, I'm not sure if I feel anything, but it's nice. Wait, what is this? You've been sending your nuts? No, I've just been I've been sunbathing nude. Oh, sunning your nuts. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I thought you meant like you sent your nuts, like you went to a sperm bank and like fucking delivered a nut. And oh, then... well, I do do that. Oh, you did? Yeah. How tall are you? 5'9". Dude, you're at the cutoff, yeah. If you're shorter than that, they don't let you do it. Nice. Really? Yeah. I think so. Why? There's just a lot of like eliminating factors. I think like, you know, college degree, height, hair color. There's just certain jizz that's more in demand. They want elite jizz. They want the, the best of the best. Hmm. You want that good cream. Yeah. I mean, you know, life is harsh and there's a lot of systems like that where they let you know that, or a lot of things like that where they let you know, like, look, brass tacks, man. People just want a certain thing. Totally. That's why it's like, it's you know. It's kind of refreshing though. Yeah. That's why sports are important. You got to go out there. You got to get your ass kicked a little bit. You got to be like, this guy can get from point A to point B and you got to just deal with that. And how are you going to deal with it? Are you going to get faster? Are you going to train hard? Are you going to quit? You're finding out who you're made of out there on fields, dude. Our buddy Noah, dude, his, his dad coached a college woman's team, basketball team. And he would go out there and play, and he was like, dude, they were too physical for me. And he's like, they were kicking my ass. And I was like, so what'd you do? He's like, dude, I got good at catch and shoot. And I learned how to like come up behind and you know knock the ball loose on D. He, he found a way. There you go. You got to find a way. And, you, and there, you, you have your way. Everyone has a different way. Yeah, so, Aaron. So, do you want me to get you, you a little bite, dude? I can sneak yeah. out there real quick. Yeah, dude, we, we should postmate something for you. Mm. What are you thinking, burrito? No, no. Tacos? I just had a rough night's sleep too. We were trying something with the baby, trying to wean her off of the swaddle, and yeah, did not work. Yeah, I got. I only got four hours last night. Yeah. I'm at seventeen percent recovery on my Whoop. It's pretty bad. Is that an app? Yeah. Taking vitamin D, dude. That's what I did today, and I, and I feel actually good. I feel, uh, I feel good. But yeah, my I, I got four hours sleep, and yeah, my recovery is in the red. Seventeen. You need those nights. You yeah, can't, it, you it can't be night. eighty plus after. Yeah, you, sometimes you just gotta. It's a good night. You gotta have some fun, burn some steam off, and let yourself get into a little bit of a unhealthy state for the overall benefit of your mental health. Totally worth it. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Hit me. Were you not sleeping because you were restless or were you not sleeping because you were wrestling in the sheets? <laughs> Is this too much to ask? Uh, let me just say... Because you're not recovering as quickly, you know. <laughs> Look, I may be married, but I ain't dead. I can see the glint in a bro's eye when there's a glint in a bro's eye. <laughs> Do you have sex? You don't have to say it. Uh, but we all know to quote to quote Chris Ostriker from American Pie. I just say I had a great night. Oh yeah, oh, let's go, nice. dude. Yeah, let's go, dude. You know, I was so dumb when I saw that movie. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, so Ostriker didn't have sex. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I, dude, I thought yeah. that too. I and then all my friends too. were like, no, he's being a nice guy and yeah. he's not like outing the woman he loves yeah. in their special moment. I, Wait, I you guys like, thought he never had sex? No, I thought they. I saw when they woke up naked on the 
dock or whatever. I was like, yeah. oh, they just like cuddled naked. Dude, I, th- I thought the exact same thing. Yeah. I was like, I took him I at like, his word. Yeah, I was like, kind of weird, Ostriker, but good for you. Yeah, I was like, they just had like a really intimate hang. Dude, when he when he's hanging with the college chick in the, at the beginning of the movie, he's like, something about the spring. He's like, first off, he's like, so what's your major? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, something about the springtime, you know, just the air it's just like so nice and she's like yeah yeah for sure and he's like suck me beautiful oh my god <laughs> she she's like, like tries what? that he's line like, suck, suck me beautiful <laughs> yeah, like that a Jeep movie's or so good he was great in that yeah. part chris klein he's good at playing a a dumbass. He's one of the beautiful. best. Is that number two? No, that's it's number one. one. Yeah. Dude, tell him to say that. I misunderstood too. Sun also rises. The guy, he's like, he's like, I can never be with Lady Brett, and I thought it was just because he was in the friend zone, but it's because he's impotent from war. Oh, I, I haven't seen this. It's book. It's book. Uh, yeah. uh, that's why. Anyway, I haven't seen the book on yeah. any shelves either. It's one with the bulls, ring the ring the bulls, in Pamplona. Yeah, there's a lot mm-hmm. of bullfighting, a lot of food, a lot of feelings. That's that's the Hemingway mix. Um, dude, someone I asked people to submit some uh, articles. This wasn't an article, but a, a big fan of ours, Maria, want to know, can you guys discuss the whole Karen thing? I find it so derogatory towards women. Do Karens have to be white and entitled? I was attacked on social media today because I said the whole Karen thing is getting old and tired and boring. I was attacked by mostly women. I don't know. I look, dude. I just always say, "Be the change you want to see in other people." I'm not. I don't. I don't really ever say someone's being a Karen because it just feels kind of like trite. But um, just don't say it yourself, right? I'm. I don't. I'm. Yeah. If other people want to do it, whatever. But I think it's like, I don't know. I don't know that many Karens in my own life. Do you know any Karens? Well, you I know what? This this must head. strike extremely close to home for you because your name is like representative of like an entire type of person. The male Karen. Yeah. You kind yeah. of, you kind of have to carry that weight every day. Yeah. And, uh, but I'm not offended by it. I, I'm sort of like, uh, I think, it, I think if you're, if you're named Karen, you know, like just like your name, Chad, you embrace it and you rise above it. You know, I'm not going to fight it. I'm not going to complain about it. I'm not going to say like, Hey, like, you know, I don't really don't appreciate that. I'm just going to stand tall and be, like you said, the change I want to see in the world, mm. you know, and just, you know, be like, oh, Chad, Chad, like, who are you? And you just sort of stand there as a beacon of Stoke. And then people are just thrown off. They're like, what? And you're like, yeah. So I think Karens can do that. I love that, dude. I think yeah. that's the best mentality. And I love, I know that that's who you are too. Like you really don't let it like make you feel any different about who you are as a Chad. Yeah. But I get offended a little bit when someone's like, Oh, what a Chad. Right. And then what that Chad is doing doesn't seem to overlap with what the Chads I know are doing. Yeah. That does kind of grind my gears a little bit. Yeah. I, I, I like, I like coming from a place where the odds are against you a little bit. The and underdog, can, the underdog. Yeah. And you, you can overcome that. I mean, on dating apps, I've, I've for sure faced some discrimination. You know, one girl texts me, she's like, normally I would never text a Chad but here i am and i'm like i was like well i got i just got one question for you what up yeah and it's like if you if you already have a cool name like uh, strider's a cool name very cool uh, yeah or like Lucky. huge responsibility yeah true you got to live up to the name yeah it's like a boy named sue type thing yeah. you know johnny cash did you ever feel pressure being strider 
Yeah, it's it was like everyone would be like, oh, that's sick, or especially on sports teams, people thought I'd be fast. And yeah, I was actually decent. Like if fast, you're on a, if you're like it's like if you're on a soccer team, you have to be the striker if your name's Strider. hundred percent. You got to be the number nine. Yep. And then people are always Where's like, the oh, number 10? Lord of the Rings, number nine. 10. Yeah, Messi's number ten, so I think it's ten. Yeah, 10. no, I think ten is your best midfielder. I think nine is your striker. Ah, uh, um, yeah. So I feel like if you have a cool name like that, or like Sylvester or something. Yeah, Sylvester. Already, you should like be a detective or something. Yeah, it's like when people like big up you in front of everyone. They're like, "This guy's the man. This guy's awesome. He's he's the shit. You're gonna love him." And then you come in, it's like you're already kind of like, you know, or it's, if it's stand up, people are like, "This is the funniest guy." the funniest comedian of all time then you come out and it's like all right now i really got to live up to it as opposed to like if someone was like yeah this guy's all right and then you come out and you overcome it, it, it i think i find it's much easier in social situations to yeah, baby to um to dominate in that respect not that i'm all about domination um but just you know uh i think um overcoming the odds i guess is is, is yeah more, uh, more for, i was saying if we were talking about this under promise, overperform, baby. Yeah, it's nice. It's like sandbagging in golf. You don't want to sandbag. No, no, you don't sandbag. But then, isn't it so badass to call your shot like the babe? Just point up and be like, "I'm gonna fucking go out and do this." Oh, totally, totally, it's cool. totally. It's cool. totally. It's cool. Yeah. I used to do it in little league and just strike out. <laughs> of course. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I thought that was even funnier. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. it was gold. Yeah, it is always. That's like the best move to do. Dude, I was thinking too. Like, there is something to like. Culture is pretty intelligent. Like, if you were going to pick a name for an annoying woman, Karen yeah. is kind of... It is great. And, and yeah, I, w- I wouldn't want that to be uh, boked from culture. Like, if they were... Linda, Linda might work, but Karen, like, it's the Karen K hits. again. The K. It's the, the K. Yeah. yeah. The K. Yeah. The K. The K. Is this lady's name Karen that wrote in? Maria. Oh, but she's so just, she just, she's just like doing it for Karen. the ladies. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I think it typically is, by definition, like supposed to be an entitled white woman mm-hmm. um that's like what a karen is yeah that's the cultural that's the zeitgeist uh did you see that italy is gonna have in their defunct house of Safoy? that's like their their monarchy it's been defunct for like 75 years but the heir to the throne right now is a 17 year old instagrammer named vittoria princess vittoria Whoa. she's gonna be their first female leader in a thousand years does she inherit something or is she just like kind of, does she get to live in a palace, dude? That'd be tight. No, no one has any clue what it means at all. She get like pasta for life. She probably just has a PR rep who just made this up and it was a good call by that PR rep. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, this we is, should do that. I think this is kind it's of a cynical call. move by the monarch, right? Like they're looking for some pubs. So they're like, all right, we're going to take this. 17 year old internet star and make her the leader yep yeah it's i i i like the move but it, it reads as cynical to me a little bit mm-hmm. yeah dude we should do that for california like we're inheriting a, a title for california it's yeah california yeah. could definitely use a monarch yeah for sure there was a yeah. dude who declared himself emperor of the united states like in the 1800s really forget his name who yeah i ah, forget it was like some dude and i think he was in san francisco actually yeah that's all I know about it. Just well, dude, sounds like a great episode of History is Dank at some point. That's what I'm talking about. Dude, the lettuce is looking good, by the way. Yeah, dude, it's like, it's really it's filling full. in. Yeah. I, I conditioned it today. Nice. What do you use, yeah. Pantene? I use Redken, R-E-D-K-E-N. Oh, nice. I do uh, no good frizz. Product. It's a great product, yeah. The way I do it, my, my move is shampoo and then put the conditioner in and leave the conditioner in. So like shampoo, wash it out. 
then just leave the conditioner in while I take the rest of my shower and take the conditioner out last. Nice, dude. It's a good move. What do you guys think about uh, J-Lo and Ben? I love it. It's amazing, right? Yeah. Wait, they're back? Yeah, and do you see how good he looks? He looks great. After two weeks of being on her beauty regimen? Oh, yeah. He's back, baby. Let's He's go. Back. But dude, you showed me the funniest Ben Affleck thing, yeah. and people were trying to roast him for it, but I think it's 100% exactly what every person wants to do in that situation, but Ben is a little more entitled to it because of his success and his you know, stature and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But what was it that he did? So he matched with a girl on Raya, I saw this, yeah. and she didn't believe that he was it was him. She's like, this, this has got to be a... Uh, uh, What's it called? Prank or a catfish? Catfish. catfish. Uh. It's got to be a catfish. So she unmatched him. And he sent her a video on like Instagram, like a DM, being like, Naveen, why'd you unmatch me? It's me. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That's awesome. Yeah. Dude, I mean, speaking of relationships, bro, Mulaney and uh, Olivia Munn. I saw that. What? Yeah, yeah, bro. You didn't hear that? Yeah. What? Yeah, Mulaney and Olivia Munn are together, bro. What? Yeah. Yeah. No way. I oh, know. so that was quick. So that's why That's the deal. That's why the wife was kind of a And a Olivia Munn's got her that public She does that. She's got that I'll take your man energy. She she does. Okay. You know who else she dated? Will Forte. What? I love Will Forte. Oh wow. Man, she's really run the gamut. Yeah, and I looked deeper into this. She was she's like, Yeah, I've been obsessed with John Mulaney for a while and like and like So my fiance said. Yeah, and like uh Met him at a party in like 2014 and was like messaging him. Oh no! Sent him an email being like, "I want to hang out with you guys." And oh no! He, he never responded when he was engaged. Yo, Milady's coming engaged. into like a bad boy. He's a bad boy. He's baby. coming into a bad boy transition, yeah. dude. That's too much of a burden to have to be the good guy all the time. Yeah, like he was so perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. sure there was a part of him, like his shadow side, that was like, "No, this needs to." come out like i need people yeah. to see me for who i actually am yeah and like i'm a dirty dog i like to party and i like to you know carouse and and now it's all coming to the front but it's gonna make for an interesting hour for sure he's a cock guy he, he might be saying yeah. cock he probably now. says cock. yeah he probably hopefully he? not on one of those like you know kids things he does on netflix but yeah yeah, yeah that'd yeah, be yeah, interesting yeah, yeah 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 that could be too much yeah but i think maybe the next... juxtaposition might be too heavy that's my that's my artistic perspective on it maybe yeah maybe in his next uh uh, special would be like the cock box special or something, right? Mm -hmm. You know, John Mulaney cock box. Yeah, I bought tickets for that. Dude, that would be He's in a you nice couldn't set. put a price tag high enough on that ticket for me not to go to that show. That'd be an incredible <laughs> brand that'd transition. He's wearing a leather jacket with a white beater underneath yeah. it, yeah. or a, a mesh shirt, yeah, or a bespoke suit with just his cock. Dude, yeah. did you hear the other thing the about Mulaney? The comeback cock. Oh, <laughs> ooh, I like that. They say Mulaney's doing CrossFit now. What? He's been working out with Matt Fraser. Yeah. <laughs> he's put on like 30 pounds of muscle. No. Yeah, they say he's front squatting like three bills. Damn. Dude, I heard he's going to be the quarterback for the Packers. Oust Rodgers. Is he going to take Rodgers' job dude. from? He he's, could do yeah. it. Oh, dude. He's throwing balls on a rope. They Mulaney. say yeah. you've never seen no an tip. effortless release until you've seen Mulaney sling it. Yep. Here's my take on the situation. Maybe I'm naive. Mm-hmm. Mulaney went into rehab. They were on the rocks. Uh, it seemed like at the time he was going into rehab, he was breaking off the marriage because she unfollowed him. That was a, a big part of the story. Mm -hmm. She unfollowed him. Everyone's like, what's going on here? And then, so uh, this is how I just, this is how I think it went down. He went into rehab, saw, Olivia Munn saw that the relationship was on the rocks. She hit him up and she's like, hey, I'm here for you if you need anything. Like, you've got... All oh, she support. caught him when he was vulnerable. Caught him when he was vulnerable. And 
you know, when he's when he's out of rehab, embracing, you know, buying leather and buying some boots, she hit him up and he's like, yeah, let's do this. Dude, it is true too. When you're at your bottom, there's certain people you love that you don't feel comfortable reaching out to. And then yeah. there's other people who you do feel comfortable reaching out right, to. Right. Like there's some people you're more okay with seeing you like that. Yeah. And yeah, maybe maybe his relationship with his wife wasn't one where he felt like he could be that person. Right. Not to cast any dispersions on her. I mean, this is all speculation. That yeah. wouldn't even make you a bad person anyways. But But it's funny. I was talking on comms with the guys about it. And all the guys were kind of ripping Mulaney. Really? Yeah. For and this was before the Olivia Munn information came out. But then I was thinking, I have a friend who I don't I don't keep in touch with, but we went to junior high together, and we I ran into a mutual friend of that we both have. And I was like, oh, how's he doing? And they're like, oh, he's back in rehab. And I was like, oh, that's 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 sad. I'm sorry to hear that. And they're like, well, what happens is he gets into relationships, he doesn't know how to get out of them, and so he basically his addiction kicks up so that he has like a reason to break up. Mm. So he basically goes to rehab because he doesn't want to break up with someone. So that's how he does it. Gotcha. And then that made me think like, I was, I started drawing connections. I was like, Oh, maybe that was the Mulaney thing. Yeah. Dude, it was the Pete Davidson tour. Dude. He got that big dick energy from Davidson, dude. dude Just started totally slinging it, that. dude. Yeah. Both those guys are cock guys. Yeah. Pete Davidson, thought Mulaney, huge cock guy. Yeah, big cock guy. Big cock. Yeah. So you guys hear... he doesn't have a penis, Davidson. He's got a cock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know there's 24,000 pounds of garbage on Mount Everest? Someone yeah, sent that article yeah, to us, sad. too. Whoa. People leave oxygen tanks. There's bodies up there. It's really a huge, huge bummer. Do they count the bodies as part of the weight? No, but there's bodies up there. Dude, if I, if I could choose a way to go out, it'd be frozen on Everest. Be tight. That would be a good way to go. Bad, you know, as, as, I, as I was kicking the bucket, I'd throw up two shakas. Shaka what-ups? Yeah, so I'd be like the, uh, the, uh, the shaka shaman. That'd be sick or, as hell. Or what's, Shaka what's the other Shaka Sherpa? Yeah. yeah, that'd be sick as hell, dude. That, wouldn't that be sick, mm-hmm. dude, dude? Thank you so much. Clean for that trash that. up and then just go up there and Shaka what up, dude? Actually, I heard I found out recently that uh oh nice, oh, dude, dude get it, big time. Ooh, big time hit. Um, dude, I heard recently that the way we do burials in our culture with metal caskets and all the embalming, horrible for the environment. Really? Whoa. Yeah, you're putting like uh. Let me get the number up here. It leaves an Olympic swimming pool of formaldehyde per square acre. What are the repercussions of that? I don't know, dude. But here's what she's saying is the key. We got to start burying ourselves in burlap sacks. Just put your body in a sack and just throw it in the ground. What about cremage? Or cremage. But why do we need need a metal casket? It is a little ornate, right? Yeah, but but then again, the, the burlap sack thing... To transition to that I, I don't know I, I don't know if I could bury a loved one in a burlap sack so here's what I'm thinking you do the whole ceremony with a casket mm-hmm. and then once everyone leaves you roll the casket over drop them into the dirt burlap sack and all right and then you just use the casket for the next person so you keep the ritual but you don't because dude that's a lot of metal to be putting in the earth yeah like that's a big use of resource right there if yeah. we're putting everybody in metal and we're sticking them all under the earth, if you yeah. think about every dead body under the earth right now that's in a metal case, I don't know, dude. That's like, is that too much steel? Could we use that to build a home for the homeless? Dude, good or call. you could just make caskets out of wood again. Not dude. that they're going to do that, but it's always funny to flip it to the most benevolent alternative. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to fucking make people feel bad about something. And you something. really don't need metal look at the ancient look at ancient egypt those tombs are perfectly preserved they had zero metal in there yeah boom dude just do it the egyptian style yeah how do you feel about metal overall 
I like metal. Me too. I ain't hating on it. For sure. I'm in. Yeah. Dude, those Sick. Under, those, I love metal detectors. Those Under Armour commercials? Click clack. A big smelting pot? Hell yeah. Or no, the Rogue ones. The, the Rogue ones where they're making kettlebells and the smelting pot. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Uh, That's good metal. Dude, someone sent in this. The Mississippi Supreme Court justices just struck down a medical marijuana initiative supported by 70% of voters in the state last November. People are pissed. Get them out, dude. If you can't blaze, you're done, dude. Supreme Court justices, dude, and maybe in the state level and, and definitely on the federal level, should not be a lifetime position, dude. You don't think so? No. You're 10 not, years, maybe five years term. The court is now? No. Because, I mean, dude, these people in Mississippi, bro, they're probably some old dudes who are like, weed's bad, dude. Weed's chill as hell, dude. Mm. And they're preventing their... You don't blaze their right? I don't blaze, but I know it helps other people out. And I think this goes back to what I want to say earlier. So all I'm saying, dude, is these judges in freaking Mississippi, dude, they're they're bogged down by tradition, dude. It's like traditional for them not to blaze, dude. No, dude. Mm. People want to blaze it up. Go ahead. I don't even smoke. But why are they going to yuck someone else's yum? Right. You know what I'm saying, dude? Totes. <laughs> yeah. And I think at this point, we have pretty good evidence. I mean, look, I think weed can mess you up, obviously, but... There's already so many things that can mess you up that we give people the green light on. Yeah, and this was a medicinal law ruling, dude, where it's like, it's not even saying you can go out and buy an ounce. Yeah. It's like, dude. You still got to get a doctor's note. Yeah. It says, you know, you get anxious or you got body pain or whatever it is. Dude, my cousin Josh had a brain uh, tumor. Whoa. And they were, they said he was not long for this earth. And then he started doing weed suppositories and it got better. And, crazy. I mean, you know, it's hard to tell what fixes you, but he gives full credit to that. And I think, yeah. you know, in terms of his treatment, that was kind of like the isolated thing that he was doing to combat it. So it's I don't know. Fucking sick. Good. My dad tried to do it. He was like, I can't sleep all day like this. It fucking sucks. Yeah. I was wondering, I was just thinking about that. Like, I mean, being sick is tough. The absolute worst. It's a bust. It's so hard to just be like, you need to just rest, take a day of rest. And you're like, no, I don't. It's stressful. It is. Well, it doesn't work for everyone, right? Like everyone, it's like a different prescription for everyone, I feel yeah. like. Like some people rest is probably the answer and maybe that is restorative for them, but some people aren't designed to rest. They're, they're designed yeah. to keep going. I mean, that's what's crazy about like Urban Meyer coaching football again at Jacksonville. Like he's had to leave his last two jobs because of health reasons. Like he gets so stressed out, he gets brain cysts. And so he'll literally be on the sideline and like his, I don't know what it feels like, but... They just say he's in immense pain and he can hardly function. Mm. And then so he'll always take a couple years off, but then, you know, the itch comes back. Like the man was put on this earth to coach football players. What do you think about Tebow coming back? He's might be for the week on, my, yeah, on the last dude. episode. I'm just... Get out of here, I'm Tebow. I'm out. Just, just leave the limelight. Just show she can for a little bit. Yeah, and I agree. Bart Scott's like, he's just taking a position from some kid who should be earning that position. Right. Just because he's going to sell tickets. But it's a business. I mean, I get it. I get it. We're also brought to you by the legends at Manscaped. Manscaped, thank you so much for keeping our trims pewed, for looking after our hogs, for making sure that our dogs are looking fresh and clean. Guys, summer is around the corner. You're going to be wearing shorts. You're going to be wearing boardies. And you're going to want your pubes to be on fleek. Uh, Manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming and just launched the lawnmower 4.0. And guess what, guys? You can surprise your dad with this. Your own, your dad can get his own Your Balls Will Thank You box. And their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade 
uh, to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their, to their advanced skin safe technology. So how is Lawnmower 4.0 different from other trimmers? Well, it's got an upgraded trimmer, includes a multifunction on off switch that can engage a travel lock. It's a great feature if your father or yourself do a lot of traveling. They got 4,000K LED spotlight so you can see your pubes in high def. And they got guard lengths with sizes one through four. And the wireless charging system uses electromagnetic induction, which can help battery length last longer. Uh, you got the weed whacker nose and ear hair trimmer. Uh, you got cologne, crop mop, ball wipes, crop reviver, ball toner, and crop preserver ball deodorant. And for the females listening, you'll appreciate this part. Manscaped's products are cruelty-free, paraben-free, dye-free, and vegan. So get 20% off plus free shipping with the code GODEEP20 at manscaped.com. Get your dad a gift you know they will use. That's 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com and use code GODEEP20. Don't forget that you came from your dad's balls. This year, show your original home some love with Manscaped. All right, those are the ads. Let's get back to the show. All right, should we answer some questions? Fucking yeah, dude. Hello, boys. Long-time listener, first-time emailer. I'll get straight into it. I got a lady problem that I would love some sage advice about. Within my first week of arriving at school, I'm a freshman in college. I met this really, really amazing girl, and we totally hit it off, hanging every day, talking for hours. We'd even run into each other in the most random places. The universe was pushing us together, eh? And pretty quickly, we became more than just friends. Yet, recently, after dating for around four months, she ended things out of nowhere. It wasn't the right time for her. Now, not gonna lie, I was not expecting this. Not only was she the one who had asked to take our relationship from just friends with benefits to next level of BFGF, but I truly felt like everything was going super well. She said she didn't want to lose me and that I was the person she was most comfortable with, yet needed time to be by herself. She asked to hang out as friends earlier today after a month of not talking, save for a few awkward exchanges in the dorm, but I don't say for a few awkward exchanges in the dorm, but I don't know if I can do it. I still really miss her and don't think I can just not have her in my life. Yet every time I see her, it tears me apart. How would you guys recommend I move forward? Should I just give it more time, try to get her back? Or should I suck it up and just be friends? Thanks so much for the advice. Your podcast is amazing. Brings so much positivity in my, positivity in my life. Y'all are legends. And that was seven days ago and then he bumped it yesterday. So it's still fresh on his dome. I'd mm. say keep moving forward. Keep living your life. Uh, you don't want to be friends with her. Do not concede to her demand. Uh, those are the right words. I, I would say, uh, you know, she wants you to be. She wants to be friends. You don't want to be friends. Stick to your guns. Say, you know, I appreciate you asking, but I don't want to be friends with you. I want something more. So if you change your mind, let me know, and then just keep moving forward in your direction. You know, keep improving your life and always crush it in class. Crush it in the gym meet new people get out there you know keep keep charging ahead on your path and then if she wants to come back in and join up that's legit um if not you're gonna be all good dude i mean this the, this this pain will pass um but i think i think torturing yourself by like hanging out with her as friends and like you know and and letting her get what she wants in that way i i, I don't think that's fair to you so um yeah keep moving forward and and uh get that bronze yeah, dude, I think, uh, unfortunately, I think you're just going to have to take space from her because I think you just care about her too much to be that close to her all the time and not getting what you feel like you need from it. Um, so it's nice of you to try and like meet her halfway, but I don't think it's actually halfway. I think you're going a greater distance than she is. And, you know, if she wants space, 
that's a strong indicator that, you know, she wants to explore other things, I think. Um, it might not even be another person, but I don't know. At, at that age, I feel like yeah, that's probably on the horizon. So I would, uh, I would just tell her like, Hey, I like you too much to, to, to be in this much pain all the time when I'm around you. I need, I need to do my own thing. And then I would, I would go do that. Yeah. I would try and, and it's gonna be tough because you're in college, you're going to bump into each other, but yeah, Chad's right. You just got to keep it moving, man. And, uh, Go go find out more about yourself with other people too, and and more about yourself just by yourself. Dude, exactly, bro. Fucking put up a sick ass Fight Club poster in your dorm. Stock your mini fridge full with fucking Newcastles or BL Smooth. Get a big ass battery pack and just put Tall Boys in there. Tell your roommate we're gonna freaking party, and you're in college, dude. It's set up for you to meet new people, dude. You met someone you had a dank ass connection. That's tight, dude. Cherish it. Move forward, dude. You have so much boning ahead of you, dude. You know what I mean? You don't even have... You don't, I'm at a point in my life where I now have boning style. I would say I have a style. You know, you could probably... If I was silhouetted boning, I could pick myself out of a lineup. You know, police lineup That's of, amazing. of boning style. That's like how Joe Rogan describes some MMA fighters when he, you could just see their shadow moving. You know, that was like Dominic Cruz fighting. He says that? Mm-hmm. Because of his idiosyncratic like footwork and, you know, his striking patterns. Um, it's amazing that's you i could do that with boning for myself i'd be on the bottom and i'd be giving finesse strokes mm. so you don't know what type of boner you are yet and go find out college is a time for you to find out about yourself and you're probably not going to find the answers till 15 years later in your 30s so do some exploring dude and you know what the emotions dude a lot of times they'll get in the way you know and, and feel them process them you're still young. Your brain's not even fully molded. You're not even 25 yet, dude. And, you know, even then, it's give or take a couple of years in either direction. So just keep fucking cruising, dude. You know what I mean, dude? Get some, Keep cruising and take some bruising. That's all I'm saying, dude. Let's go. Take some shots. Keep rolling. Not not necessarily booze shots. Don't become an alcoholic, you know? I'm taking. I'm saying take shots of life, you know? Everyone says life throws you a curveball. It throws heat down the middle. Fucking lean in and get on base and play ball, baby. Oh, you want me to get hit by a pitch? Why don't you get hit? Yeah, yeah get he, hit. He just did get hit. Chuck Knobloch, dude. Baby, yes. Take some oh, off Chuck the arm. Chuck Knobloch, dude. That's my DJ name. Yeah. If I was a DJ, I would be DJ Chuck Knobloch. I was Knobloch. in the Jakku when we came up with that. Did, were you with it? Yeah. Dude, how did I forget that? Chuck Knobloch. That was when we were talking about buttholes. Yeah, dude. And neighbor. then his sweet neighbor came over the fence and was like, can you guys cool it with the butthole talk? I got a 10-year-old over here. We were like, yeah. And dude, we were having the most like mature. We're like, well, if someone is into butthole pleasure and anal... It, you know, and I'm not necessarily we were feeling that. Would we go in that direction with them? I go, if I love them, I would take those steps and I would never force it. And we probably said butthole about 80 times in a span of three minutes. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I get where that mom was coming from. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 100%. She but wasn't judging. Her kid has a broader understanding of sexuality. Thanks to being with an earshot. Totally. And the kids that he's riding his bikes with, because you know that information got disseminated. Dude. Oh, dude, that passed real quick through Ambul Elementary. Mm -hmm. Chad and JT, what up? I recently connected with a girl over Instagram. She's very entrepreneurial-minded, which gets me stoked because I'm also an entrepreneur. She's also a dime, figuratively speaking, of course. If she was a literal dime, I might not be as interested. Interesting. My boy Frankie Roosevelt is thick, but I'm more into the ladies personal personally. I think he means personality. So I asked her if she wanted a video call and discuss our experiences. I also offered free marketing advice, as that is my current profession. It also should be said that this dude's email name, not the address, but his name is Man the Dan. 
The plan is to offer free video call consulting once a month, then once a week, then daily, then ask her on a date, then get in a relation, then marriage. From my perspective, this seems to be a flawless plan. I've studied the figurative chessboard. Queen's Gambit is in play. I'll lose the first pawn by offering free marketing advice. But will it work in the end because it will be traded in for marriage? Stokers, do you see any flaws in my plan? I don't see any flaws here, dude. I think this dude's dialed. I'm very curious to see. Dude, just keep me posted. Dude, dude. I, I can't give advice to this guy. This guy's a, no, a magician. This guy already knows. No, dude. This guy needs to just fucking just unplug himself dude he's on robot dude mode you know what i mean dude just i'm sorry i'm coming down on you dan the man here who who are you dude? but what if he found who are you dude but he what, doesn't know but what if he found addy lady that addy i'm trying to what's a female equivalent for dan the man oh dude <laughs> Um, Linda the lady Sadie the lady yeah, Sadie, Sadie the lady, lady. Yeah. What if he found his Sadie the lady Aaron There's stuff. someone out there for everyone But I'll tell you what They'd get divorced in 10 years Because they'd really find out Who each other are You know way too late I can't believe you're not Supporting Dan I'm not on here. this guy I, he's, man, got a, he's got a premeditated He sounds like a serial killer Looking for love He's got a premeditated plan I'm sorry Dan And honestly you know what it was It was the goddamn dime joke dude you ever, you the ever dime say a joke dime was joke bad. like that, dude? The dime joke was bad, but he was trying to appeal to us. True, true. But, I don't what know. It's the Frankie Roosevelt thing, though. That's what I don't get. Is Franklin Delano Roosevelt on the dime? Nope. Yep. Yes. Yes, he is. I think that's where he's coming oh, okay. from. Oh. Yes, he is. Yes, he so is. So he's saying the dime is thick. So yeah. She's thick. she's thick. But he likes her personally more. But he meant personality. Look, guys in marketing, gurus like this... They're not always <laughs> buttoned up when it comes to dotting the T's and crossing the T's. This but, guy has no big brother, I'll tell you that much right now. He needs a big brother who just who punched him a little bit more growing up. Dude, yeah, I, yeah I'm kind of in agreement with the Strider. I think, uh, why doesn't he just ask her out right now? I, I don't understand this plan where she's like, he's like, I'm going to give you free marketing advice. And like, she's so oblivious that she'll be yeah. like, she'll be like, oh, wow, you're giving me free marketing advice? This totally just selfless guy. Yeah, let me and give you some some doctoral advice. He's leading. Call your proctologist. He's, he's so you can leading, find your head. He's yeah. in your ass. Yeah, he's leading with his skills. <laughs> no, he, he is dude, leading with his skills. My, my old boss. Right. His first date with his wife. He helped her fix up her finances. But it was a date. This is it, a. He's not asking for a date. He's like, I'm gonna give you free marketing advice. You guys are and being then, so like hard ass. She's an entrepreneur no, too. you guys would all do this goofy advice. shit. No, we, we would oh, not. She you would totally do this. He I, said I, she's I, entrepreneurial. I, I, like, hey, uh, I mean, you, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I have may have you know reached out surf to female lesson or something like yeah. that. Surf, yeah. Yeah, but surf lesson's cool. Dude. That's cool. Yeah, and and you're more. No, no one's saying this guy's cool. <laughs> I'm definitely, I'm definitely not suggesting this guy's cool. But I like him. I like him. I, yeah. I like him too. I he like wants him too. to get married. I, I'm, not, I'm not coming yeah. down, but you know, like I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, girls can sniff out what you're trying Bullshit. to do. I, you already yeah. have marriage in your mind, and you're like, yes. Yeah, so you know, this is how I'm. You know, you put on a YouTube video of you talking about, you know, um, you got to, yeah. <laughs> talk about your btus or whatever and then he's like all right that was good that was a good marketing session i'll see you next week same time and same time then he's like by the way we should go out and possibly get married like i think just ask her out and be like hey we should grab a coffee talk about marketing um you know i'm dan the man what up i i I agree look that would obviously be but here's the thing i like i like that so many times people write in they're like 
I like this girl. I don't know what to do. Yeah. You know, we're always like, just ask her out. You know, like just take the quickest route to to where you want to get to and the most honest and earnest one. But this guy, he's already got the wheels in motion. Like this guy's right. got a plan. But it's not that honest and earnest of a plan. But I do like that he's she got a plan. She knows though. Come on. That's what I mean. And, and it's not like he's, then, why should, then why shouldn't he be direct if she knows? Yeah, what, he's not going to get playing. He's playing. Like, he's slow playing it. But that's that's like that's like your the whole like guys doing nice things because they really want sex. There, he's doing all this, and it, he's acting like he's doing it for free. But in reality. It's an exchange exactly. for sex. And yeah, that, see, and for that some reason, I'm joke, projecting into him like more of a sense of humor about all of it and more of good nature. Nah, Probably because of the amount of jokes. Yeah, but he's in marketing. He's in marketing. I know. He, he, he's he got you it. to buy it. Exactly. And that's why he put, oh, but the oh and, and I want to get married She's down the road. probably full of it, too. Maybe. They're two porcupines. But that's what I said. What was the first thing I said? Who are you, dude? Look in the mirror and be honest with yourself. Let, he's yeah, man let, the Dan. It, dude, no, he's not the man. He's definitely not Dan the man. I'll dude, tell you that. man the Dan. Dude, let, let's, let's, let, let's flip the script. If a girl was like, hey, I want to give you free marketing advice. Like, let's do like a session next week. And you're like, okay, cool. And then you do that and you do that for a few weeks. And then she's like, hey, do you want to go out? I think by, by that point, you'd be like, why don't you just ask me out like, at the get-go, I didn't want to do this bullshit fucking free marketing advice. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean... Would Jim and Pam have worked out if Jim just asked her out right yeah, away? Yeah, that's a sitcom. No, but what I, but it's, an, it's, an, it's analogous. Jim was a fucking goon. Yeah. I don't want to hear about fucking Jim. But sometimes it's... I, I just don't think there's just one... Look, obviously, just asking someone out is great. But I'm not... It, I don't know. Does that work every time? Sometimes it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And I got to tell you, JT brings up a good point. Use your skills, but just, it seems a little premeditated with all the steps, but I do think I'm sniffing this guy out. He just wants to get laid. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. You guys yeah. are so unfair, man. He's having fun. He's in love with her. And it's all speculative. Look, it is all speculative. I don't know. But all I'm saying is just ask her out, man. Yeah. Just let her know. And you know what you should do? You should, he should ask her out like this, dude. If I'm giving you good man advice. Man the Dan, you keep us posted. You keep us posted. You let us know what happens next week. I, I say, keep it cash. Coffee. Let's grab coffee. I'd love to take you to coffee. We could talk marketing. I'm Man the Dan. They're gonna what re- a better they're, line. But they're going to relate so much over the marketing thing. Yeah, they're going to do it why anyway. Why disguise it? Why disguise yeah, it as, as I'm work, just advice? You, the sexual undertones are nah, going to be stronger. Dude, why disguise it? Is this not a better line? Hey, I know I reached out to you about giving you some marketing advice, but really, I'd just be thinking about how I want to be on a date with you. Can we go on a date? And if we want to talk marketing, sure. I don't think that's better. I think that's better. Dude, I, I mean, don't know. Because it's honest. And that's yeah. the best policy. Well, you get out of here. And if, like, gets, and if you get shot down, then you get shot down. Yeah. And the whole like working together thing, it's not like they were paired up by the powers that like their boss or something. They're like paired up. And he's like, I'm really like Jones. You know, it's more like he's like, hey, like, let's let's work together. Like. I'll give you free marketing. And then she's like, okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. Your boy. And, Sorry, keep going. And that, you know, it's like, he's got, he's got to be, I, I think girls respect more when you're direct about what you want. Totally. As opposed to the, these like roundabout, like, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll fix your tires. And then like, yeah, you know, for like a month and then I'll ask her, you know, it's just like, just ask her out. Yeah. Going back to your scenario, if the girl know. was like, hey, I'll give you marketing advice. Because during the thing, when you're, when you're saying that of like, you, you say you meet three times for like marketing advice or something. Then finally she's like, hey, actually, you want to go on a date? Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice if like in the beginning she was just like, hey, I'm kind of into you. Would you like to go on a date? Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice if everything was just straightforward and easy? Thank and the you, cr- Dan. The man Emmanuel be straightforward. Kant, Emmanuel Kant, Chad's boy. 
In the crooked timber of society, no straight thing was ever made. Okay? Yeah, he, he's he's a pessimist, yeah, this guy. He wasn't talking about dates. He was definitely talking he's about not talking dates. About dates. <laughs> he was talking about everything. Wasn't he wasn't he didn't he wasn't yeah, he a virgin? He didnn't fuck. Yeah, right? Because yeah. yeah. he was too straightforward. He was going up to girls <laughs> and he was like, he should have been going up to girls and been like, hey, come over, we'll study some philosophy. We're gonna go through like, you know, ontological learning. And then they were like, cool. But he was just going up to girls. He's like, I have a crush on you. Meet me for cider later. And they were like, later, robot. No way. It's because. Don't you think they'd be a little bit offended? They'd be like, I'll, I'll teach you about ontological learning and like existential. Well, I, I, how about this? Instead of offering things like the free marketing advice, how about he just like engages in some like flirt, marketing talk? Flirting with yeah. her. You know, it's like, yeah, it's like, hey, how about that? How about that Skittles campaign? You know, mm-hmm. establish some rapport and then, and then ask her out as opposed to being like, Hey, I'd love to like have you know uh, 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 under the guise of like I'm gonna give you work advice. Like I'm I'm gonna give you work advice. It's not romantic yeah, at all. Dude. But she knows. Did you get, did you get she knows what he wants. She, I think she. I'm perceiving her as not being that impressed by his marketing and just finding it charming that he's even offering it to her. It's condescending. Because this guy's yeah, she's super condescending to him for sure. Look, look at he's no, man the day. He's condescending. You think so? Yeah. And and. He's, he's being, an obvious. He, he feels like a serial killer. He's an killer. obvious horse. He's ass. a serial killer. <laughs> exactly. Dude. I think that's gonna come through. She knows. Hopefully. Aaron, I don't what know. What do you think? I mean, a. I think this woman probably knows how to market herself. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So I think it is creepy. I think he should just just be direct. All right. Just ask her out. Just ask. Just her ask out. her out, dude. What do you? And it's so I premeditated. Mean, There's so many steps to it. What? Yeah. What? And if you come in with that, I want to make give that her. many steps. If you come in Some with- of us, when we meet someone, we, we, we overthink it. We outthink it too far in, in, into the future. If, and if, maybe if he's you, smart because he's getting this advice now. Sorry, Chad. What are you If saying? you come in with that, I want to get married energy right off the bat, they're gone. Yeah. Like that, off. Unless they're like also on board. Dude, that, yeah. that you, you can't come in with that, I want to get married energy on the first date. My first GF, I didn't even remember this because I was so drunk, but I told her like a month in I was in love with her. And she goes, you told me the first night we got drinks together, but I was bombed. I said, I'm in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> and look did it work out no but we had a torrid romance yeah. yeah it was uh it was bigger than life um but yeah it does freak people out for sure but i don't know dude don't i think I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking thomas crowner i think he's found a kindred spirit all right let's keep pushing uh hey guys dank gf listener here my boyfriend joe good name got me into your guys's podcast the first time i met his parents we listened to the sex therapist episode on the drive up and whenever we're in the car together we have to put on the podcast and I'm, we have we have to put on the po- a podcast and i'm really into it enough that i got him one of your t-shirts for christmas we're about to move in together in about a month and i'm super excited but i've only lived with sisters and other girls before never a bf i know it's a pretty big step in our relationship any advice on how we can make it the best we can? Also, it's his birthday this Friday on the 21st, and I would mo- know to make his year to get a shout-out from you guys. Thanks a lot. Love you all. Happy birthday, Joe. Joe, happy birthday. HBD, dude. Um, what do we think? Tips on living with a guy. Strider, you probably have the most to... Yeah, dude, I've lived with my freaking dank-ass fiance for multiple years now, and even JT, she was even with us in our old place, too. So I would say this. When you guys get a place... Definitely make sure it's at least a one bedroom, at least studio with a couple, no go. Unless you guys are like, you know, fucking like rabbits and writing an album. But I would say this way you can at least like have your own space for when you're going to have your little tiffs and then, you know, don't keep score as I'll tell you that much. Don't keep score of like, 
and look, I've, I've messed, messed up doing this too, of like who's doing the dishes a lot or who uh, was the last one to take the trash out. Just fucking be a baller, be a beast, dude, and and be a good roommate. You know what I mean? And it sounds like she, uh, uh, what's her name that wrote in? She's had siblings and lived with Genevieve. sisters. So Genevieve, you've you've had um, siblings and everything, and uh, so that that fires me up that you know how to be a good roommate, and so that's going to put you head and shoulders above anybody who's like never lived with someone or whatever, shared a room and space. And other than that, dude. There's nothing to it. It's fun, dude. You have little date nights in, dude. You freaking post up, you know. Uh, it's it's dank now that you have like two to have two monitors as well because he's gonna want to watch. I, I mean, I game with my boys, and then my dank ass fiance will watch her shows. So we like kind of have a nice understanding with that. So, you know, just be be comfortable adjusting to those new boundaries, dude. And it'll it'll be tight. It'll be tight. Aaron, what do you see? Kind of missed it. He, uh, missed she's moving it. in with her boyfriend. She's never lived with a dude before. Any oh. tips on living with your BF? Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. Were you asleep again with your eyes open this time? <laughs> no, no, no. Dude, you were sleeping with your eyes open. <laughs> you're a beast. Dude. Aaron's a father, dude. Dude, you're a dad. You're dad tired. Yeah, it's it's been a little rough. But, but what a soldier you are to come here and do this. He drives like an hour, people. No, I don't drive an hour. but 45 minutes. I would have loved to have gotten lunch, and I just didn't. Um, no, I think it's going to be fine. It's it's awesome to move in with your partner the first time. Like, Just, just know that, that, that it's going to be fun. I mean... Unless he's an absolute fucking slob, but I think you know yeah. that by now. Yeah, Chad, uh, you know if you're not if you're not on that same wavelength, but um, otherwise it should be it should be a great time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have no uh, experience in this realm, but yeah, I would say understand each other's like boundaries off the off the bat. Be a good roommate. Uh, know like what the other person needs. You know if he if he needs a low time, if you need a alone time, sort of get that understanding in there, so you're not up in each other's grills too much. Um, which I don't think you will be. Uh, I think that's all I got. Yeah. But, you know, watch some cool ass movies together, laugh together, share some laughs. I would say this, if you get frustrated with one another, just go for a walk, leave the house. Mm -hmm. Cause sometimes when I get into conflict, I sit in the conflict thinking that the way we'll resolve it is just by like being like when, when conflict happens, I want to get closer to the person I'm in conflict with. And I think sometimes that just keeps you in that space for longer. So don't be afraid if you're not feeling it to just, you know, go take some time for yourself, get some fresh air, get a scoop of ice cream and just decompress. That's huge. Also, you know what's huge? Literally, maybe the most important item in our relationship is having a king size bed. Not a California king, even though I'm lanky, but a king. It's wider. It's, totally. it's, it's a huge, huge diff. Huge. Dude, when, when the lady who I'm seeing now, lovely lady, when, when she spends the night here, we don't sleep. I got a queen. And oh, yeah. sometimes if I go to bed, I can be anxious and she can literally like feel me vibrating and neither of us sleep all night. Yeah. We're like in between sleep and awake for like eight hours. Yeah. Bro. And then we go back to our respective places or I stay here and she goes back and then we, we have to take massive naps. Yeah. Brutal. That, that's how it was with me and my, and my GF for a while. Like I, I toss and turn before I get comfortable a lot and I, we were in a queen while dating and stuff. Had to get the king, dude. Got to get the king. Yeah, get the king. To. It's worth it, dude. Yeah. All right, guys. We can pick between these three. These are the titles. Urgent goalie problem. Number two, babe fright. Number three, schmoll. Babe fright. All right, let's go. This one's actually the most gentle of all of them, oh, despite nice. the title. The past few weeks, I've been talking to an absolute keeper. We have so much in common, and she's a breeze to talk to, but... 
I physically cannot eat in her presence. Taking one bite of some dank pecan salad makes me want to hurl. It is definitely due to anxiety deep within that I am not in touch with. When she asks what's wrong with the pecan salad, I tell her that I'm stressed and not hungry, but she doesn't realize I'm stressed about her. What should I do, and what are some date nights that don't involve food? Well, me and Chad just reviewed a date that you can do. That was super fun. We got our toenails done. Go get a pedicure with her. Um... Dude, I, I, me and Chad were talking about that. One of the upshots of going through a breakup is that neither of us could eat. And so I was shredded, dude. Oh, yeah. That week, I like almost had like a full six-pack. It was freaking awesome. Yeah. So, dude, I would enjoy it. Just enjoy the uh, excess calories you're going to be burning off because it's not going to last forever. Now, obviously, if this extends into like a month-long thing and you were starting to get into malnourished territory, you, you might have to take some space and just go woof down some in-and-out uh, outsider presence before dates. But, but no, dude, it's all good, dude. You're just going to be lean. Yeah, and I think uh, maybe tell her, maybe just talk to her about it. Just be like, I, I, I have some, you know, I, I have some, uh, I have some nerves about eating in front of you. I don't know what it is, but I just wanted to let you know up top. And uh, you know, I think she'll respond in a great way. I, I remember, you know, I get, I, I get uh, pee shy, and I was, I was like, you know, hanging out with a lady for a while, and I, and I just like, she's like. He took a while in there, and I, I was just like, yeah, I'm pee shy. And she's like, I'm pee shy, too. And we bonded over that. Whoa. Yeah, so, uh, you know, it could be an excellent opportunity for bonding. Yeah. Yeah, and then you guys could get into some food play together. Yeah. Like, she's putting, you know, carne asada burrito into your mouth, and she's, like, oh. making you eat. Yeah. It's kind of hot. Yeah. Sounds tight as hell, dude. Sounds like this is, like, one of those things that I hear about that's pretty common and has to do with, like, you know, self-confidence or maybe, I don't know, maybe if your teeth or something like that, those are stressor areas, maybe something definitely to look into of like getting help with, but like, uh, and just working on your overall self-confidence with nothing wrong there, dude. I mean, Hey baby, go do that work dog. But, um, yeah, dude, I don't think you got anything to worry about. You're a beast, dude. You know, it just, you probably means you care about her. So yeah, you'll be you'll be freaking sharing tapas styles dinner and, and boning. That is true. Avant garde style. That is TTC. nice. Like you like her a lot. You're feeling that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Should we get into the next part? Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say. I feel like my wife and I like farted in front of each other really early. Nice. Really dude. just got it out of the way. I know. Yeah. After one date, I had a, literally had a date. It was like a third date at the restaurant at the end of the street, the Italian restaurant. Um, Toroni. Yeah, great nice, spot. I spot. didn't want to blow it up on the pod, but so people can know where you live. Um, Come to my front door. <laughs> <laughs> Went back to her place, did some like we'll work out. super makeout, and then as soon as I walked out the door, my stomach just went, ugh. And I was going to, I was driving all the way back to Burbank to go to Flappers, see Jake Johansson. Highly recommend. Super funny guy. Um, and just like fucking, just racing through town running stoplights because I had to I had to shit myself so bad. Beast. And I told her about it. I told her about it before the next day. I was like, you know, funny, funny story. Maybe some people aren't into that, but and no. she my wife has made it clear she was not into that. <laughs> but she liked your candor though. Yeah. I hope so. Well it worked out. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I had a situation like that where I I um my girlfriend at the time had a whole birthday thing planned. And I woke up that morning, I, I like had like, you know, I had to crap my pants. This is early on in the relation. And she's like, all right, you ready to go? I'm like, I, I live like 25 minutes away. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go home and shower. I'm just going to go shower. 
And she's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go shower. And I just bailed and went and, you know, dropped a deuce. And, <laughs> and, uh, and I came back. I'm like, okay, I'm good. And she's like, what's going on? Months later, I was like, I was like, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd shit my pants. And, uh, and she's like, why don't you just tell me? That's hilarious. So, yeah. It's understandable. Yeah, dude. Everyone's got to go. Human. Yeah. I like that you came clean, though. Yeah, it, was, it felt good. It felt good. I mean, that's one thing, too. Like, there was just no, in the apartment she lived in, there was just no way to hide what you were doing. She'd go to the bathroom. I could hear the full thing. Yeah. I was just like, I, Chad, who's your beef of the week? Uh, my beef of the week is with the demon vape. Um, Whoa. I've been, uh, yeah, I got into it probably like two years ago now. Just been in and out, you know. Uh, bought one this morning. Um, you know, it just goes in and out. It's like, it, the thing about it is it's so easy. It's so easy to buy. And then you, you just, even if you're like a few months away from it, you, you, your mind's like, hey, you know what would be nice right now is like a, a puff bar. So that's just like an ongoing cycle where it's just, you know, you're in, you're out, you're in, you're out. And it's just like, uh, is it, the, the, the fact that it's so easy just like is, is tough. And you just got to be vigilant in your mind. You know, you, you got to tell you, you got to let your mind know what's going on. When you feel those urges and that, that, that craving, you got to, you got to take a step back and recognize what it is. That's just straight up addiction. Um, so I bought one today, but you know, I'm going to throw it out after today. Uh, but you know, it's just like, part of me is like, am I going to be like fucking dealing with this shit for a while? But then our friend Bella was like, there's a hypnotist that can like, hypnotizing and never craving that again so i was like maybe i'll try that beast whoa you kick it pretty easy too <gasps> yeah yeah it's tough though. i feel bad dude i feel like i got you back on it because i was puffing it yeah but I, I, part of me just loves it i understand aaron what's your beef of the week my beef of the week was nosebleeds mm, good beef. weather got super dry lately so i've been having them just come out of nowhere it fucking sucks it's a bummer the worst. Strider, what's your beef of the week? Beef of the week's with my dentist, bro. Nice. I call my dentist today, right? I have an appointment for Monday, but then my boy Brooks hooked me, uh, hit me up. We're going to do a little job in Vegas. What up? It's going to be sick. Fired up to get another Vegas trip under my belt. Which one is this? This is going to be like my 30th trip. Amazing. You guys robbing a casino? 3,000 miles to cross Aaron, I don't want to tell you I have to kill you. <laughs> um, wow, job in Vegas. And my dentist has a fucking policy that says we charge you um, if you don't cancel within 48 hours, it's Friday. My appointment's on Monday. So I called today. I just found out last night. I was like, let me confirm today. And, uh, I called them earlier today and he goes, Oh yeah, dude, we got to charge you 60 bones because it's business hours, dude. Nah, dude. Nah. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to call them tomorrow. And if they're open, I'm going to go, Walter, dude, what up? Got ya. And he's going to go, what? Excuse me. You guys are open today. Sorry. And even if they're not open, dude, that's whack. It doesn't say that in the email fine print. So just me being, just getting hustled by the dentist, dude. I'll go find a new dentist like that. Later. Don't let someone mistreat you. Yes, yeah, wrong, dude. You want me to come back, dude? Give a little today to make a little more tomorrow, bro. Later, dentist. That's awesome. Dude, my beef of the week is uh, my own beef with my boner problems. I, uh, 
don't know, just my whole life. And especially if it's a woman I like, I always have boner problems initially. I need to build trust before I can get there. And so I always have boner problems for like the first couple of weeks, sometimes a month, sometimes a little bit longer. And I have to like work through it. And it's really hard on my ego. Like I feel sad for a while, but everyone who knows me is like, dude, this is just your process. You always do it this way. It's kind of a good thing. Stop judging yourself. And I'm like, yeah, but it's, it is my process. I just wish it wasn't. It's kind of lame. Yeah. Like I wish I could just like, you know, casually bone. Um, but it just doesn't always work that way. Like sometimes my body's just not there. And so I just got to be okay with it, but it sucks. And it's a lot of like acceptance and like, you know, and then the thing with sex is like, it's a momentum thing, right? You both get really excited. You build up to it. And then when it doesn't happen, it's kind of a crash. It's kind of a big letdown, but you got to stay in the pocket, try other things, be emotionally honest. But even that sometimes doesn't leave you feeling whole. It's just the right thing to do, but doing the right thing doesn't always feel good. You know what I mean? It doesn't make you feel better that you're doing the right thing. You're just doing the best you can. But I just have to accept it. You know what I mean? Sometimes my my little wood, dude. I've actually been doing this other thing where I like to call my dick big and stupid. My sometimes my big stupid dick. <laughs> that little that big ass dumbass down there. You big fucking idiot. It just doesn't want to work. Look down in the morning and be like, oh, where is that idiot? And then I look at him like, oh God. Because you know what he wants. Big ass idiot. Not working. Uh, why are you such a dummy? <laughs> why are you so dumb big? You're dumb big, you dumb big moron. Um, but yeah, it just doesn't always work. And I, I guess that's just my, you know, that's where I'm at. But I, I, I had an issue recently with that where it was like, I, I, it would only go like half, you know? Was, yeah, I've been there. And um, she was like, she's like, did you ice bath today? I'm like, nah. She's like, there it is. Oh, she gets it. Yeah, I totally. love that, dude. She's a keeper, dude. <laughs> right. <laughs> you kidding me? She knows you. She's dialed in with you like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what. J- I mean, JT. Then you think you. Then you think about the other person you're with, and then they get insecure of like, why is it not working? Is it me? And then you have to have all these talks. Mm-hmm. It's a tough battle, man. I mean, I, I get it, but I think it's it's a good natured thing. Um, but yeah, it just sucks. I think you have the right space with it. It just sucks to have to deal with, but it's your... Yeah, maybe calling it out, battles. talking about it will help me. Yeah. But it sucks. It does suck. But it's like once I get over the hump, it's all good. I just got to get through it. But and it's one of those things where we wish in life where it's like, oh, if I did this one thing or figured out why, then click, then it's gone. No, it doesn't not go everything's away. like that. It goes away sometimes. Like last summer, no problems. I was cruising. But then, I don't know, maybe there was something about the pandemic that just removed any stress I had in that department. Mm. But now it's back, bro. And I'm just like, fuck, man, I got I to gotta wrestle with this thing again. You know, it, does, it sucks when it happens again. You're like, I thought I was past this shit. But yeah, no. it's weird. It's ugly head. Well, it's a good it's a good battle to have. I mean, at least it's like a challenge. You know, you're, it's you against your cock. It does feel good. Once you get over it, yeah. like I'll have those nights where I'm like, I, and you get past it. And yeah. then you're on the other side of it. And you're like, I overcame something. It yeah. does feel... You know, it feels like my Rocky movie. Chad, who's your babe of the week? My babe of the week is uh, organic food. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I, I never really thought about it. I never really thought, you know, you were like, you got to eat organic. Yeah, you're organic. Yeah, I never thought about that. I was like, yeah, whatever, dude. I, who gives? But that's, I've, lately, I've been eating organic. It makes a huge difference. You do feel different. You feel better. You feel like you look better. You glow a little bit more. And I think it's huge, you know? And there's no need to be all kind of uh, anal about, uh, you know, 
diet and stuff. It's just like, you know, how many carbs should I eat? How many, blah, blah, blah. how many fucking, you know, eggs should I eat? Oh, my sodium intake, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, just eat organic and you'll be fine. I think that's, I think that's what it is. I think just eat good quality whole food and you'll be fine. That's it. That's my babe. Nice, dude. I love it. Aaron, who's your babe? My babe of the week is the most inorganic material known to man. <laughs> Styrofoam. Always, always seems to be uh, opposite chat. Uh, it's, it, I think it'll change your life if you're, if you're like me and you like a diet soda. Uh, doctor, I do love Diet Coke. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Ooh. 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 Tastes just like the original. None of the guilt. Love, Love it. it. Dude, Dr. Pepper so Diet good. Zero. I mean, so Diet, good. Diet Dr. Pepper's, meh, it's like the formula's not right. But it's, it's right with zero. Dang. Trust me on this, my dogs. Ooh. Love that. <laughs> Strider, who's your baby of the week? My baby of the week's got to be my freaking dank-ass fiance, dude. Um, I recently pranked her. We, uh, we've been nesting re- recently, and nesting is just us creating a, a very dank living environment. We sort of always nest gradually but we've really been leaning into it and um we had a fun little evening of reorganizing our books on our bookshelf and i pranked her um and i put the band of brothers and i put dvds up there gladiator and band of brothers and then when she reacted i was like dude i was gonna get her so good and zinger and she was just like you know i've actually never seen gladiator and i was like what we got to watch it so we're gonna watch it now but we just got to get a dvd player or wait for it to come out on like tnt or something like that you have an xbox though don't you i have an xbox Oh, but it's, it's a digital one. Oh. There's no... No disc? Yeah. Oh, damn. So, but the thing is, she she hard committed to watching Gladiator with me, and I'm really looking forward. I feel like that's a big moment for like that's a father huge. and son. It's like sh- being able to show my son Gladiator or Braveheart. It's massive. Being able to show the woman I love Gladiator is going to be a nice moment for both of us, but especially me. I'm really going to be really rev- reveling in that. Those, cu- those cuddles are going to be intense. It's going to be huge, dude. It's going to be huge. Yeah. It's got to be on... A streaming service. I, I feel like I've seen it on something. It was, but they come and go. It was on um, Netflix for a while, but it's gone. Uh, but some, maybe it's in the HBO archives. Yeah, I honestly haven't HBO looked has, yet. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, Chad, who's your legend of the week? Jan the Woman. Uh, my legend of the week is Stephen Pressfield, the author. Dude, he's the, the best. He's the best. I'm reading his new book, uh, Gates of Fire. Uh, oh, yeah, about the Battle of Thermopylae, the Spartans. I'm only. Oh, I read that. That was great. Yeah, I'm yeah. only 30 pages in, but I was reading it while you know sunbathing nude. Dude, what's the main character's name? I don't even know. With his mangled hands, the slave. Dextromides. I don't know. It's a dope book. Don't ask me questions like that. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I was just reading. I'm like 30 pages in. I'm just loving it, and uh, I went from Eat, Pray, Love to uh, Gates of Fire because you gotta go feminine to the super masculine I feel, you know I'm just dipping in both and um, and I just love it I I, I I don't know there's nothing like a good book and I was just it is it's a good book good writing and you know it, it's like ancient Greece Sparta guys check out Stephen Pressfield if you want to you know The Art of War is a great book that everyone always mm-hmm. cites you know War especially if you're in War of Art yeah that's Art right Art of War Sun Tzu Art of War Sun Tzu thank you um and uh yeah check out that book if you're like in the creative field or, or just anything you know um i don't know i was just like I, I was i was like laying there and i was like this this is it this is all i need 
bronzing while reading a good book you know that's it. people that are like you know they want to get like a yacht or whatever fancy cars and i'm like i just want to tan and read a good book hell yeah I Dude, think, before I you think... came over today i was outside reading get shorty in the sun what who came over I, before you came over i was yeah. reading get shorty out in the sun it's Isn't perfect it the best? it's the best yeah it's the best so guys i highly suggest you do that summer's coming baby aaron who's your legend of the week? i got a dual legend today because uh, I just noticed it's both of their birthdays, uh, Robert Zemeckis and George Lucas. Oh, nice! Both created some of the most, um, you know, fun trilogies in in cinema history. Um, I think I love Back to the Future more than Star Wars. Whoa! Whoa! Um, whoa! Yeah, huge. We did. Uh, my wife and I, uh, when we got married, when we, you know they announce uh, you as a couple, and then you walk back down the aisle. Power of love. Nice. Fucking love it. So Huey Lewis? Those guys. Yeah. Huey Lewis in the news. Strider, who's your legend? Dude, my legend is just feeling sexy, dude. I've been feeling pretty fucking sexy lately. Been wearing some nice shorts, dude. The weather's been nice. And you know what I think the sexiest part of my body is? I think it's my... Jumper muscle. Upper quad right here. Yeah, your jumper muscle. It's my sexiest part. Do you know that about me? Yeah. Dude. Dialed in. Yeah, I think that's my sexiest part of my body. Absolutely. And I asked my fiance, you know what she said my sexiest part was? Butt. She said my back. Oh, she likes my butt. She said back, which I think includes butt. More your butt than your back. But I've been feeling sexy and really indulging in it. You know, it's very self-indulgent to talk about this, especially in a public space. But you know what? Fuck it. If I feel a little sexy, so what? So sue me. And your lifting times are going down. Your Omar... Maybe that's a big part of the you reason why. Seven minutes off your Omar. That's a uh, thrusters and and uh, burpees. It's huge, tremendous. You, yeah, you're feeling sexy because you are sexy. It's nice. What you games. feel is what you are, and what you are is beautiful. Goo goo dolls. <sighs> Little. You like to throw song lyrics in, right? Oh, so fucking nice the way you just did that right there, dude. Absolutely fucking beautiful. It's a beautiful day. Oh, 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 oh. See what I did there is I set Dude. myself up, cheated a little bit, landed on a word like beautiful. A lot of songs include that word. Really have to be honest here on like Man the Dan and just call myself out for being a little bit cheap with that payoff there. Dude, my legend of the week is um just some random guys on Call of Duty. Uh, my friend Danny Babona, baseball coach at UCI, pitching coach there. Look, if you're a young buckaroo and you can throw or hit, Go to UCI and play baseball for Danny Babona. They should call it UC Newport Beach because it's right there. Um, he's trying to like get this gold Damascus thing. So you have to level up each like gun in the in the game. And so one of the things you have to level up is the riot shield. You have to kill a certain amount of people with the riot shield. So he's in multiplayer games trying to do that. It's gonna take a lifetime. Two like really good Call of Duty guys on the other team see what he's doing. And they start running up to him and letting him kill them so he can level up his riot shield. And he said they were elite. Like they were mowing everybody down on the way to get to him. And they gave him all those kills so he could level up. These people don't know him. They don't know him from Adam. But they're helping him get to this, you know, kind of arbitrary accomplishment that is difficult. And the meaning is in that. And the fact that they're helping him with that is just, uh, I don't know, makes me feel like the world's a better place than I thought it was the day before. So, yeah. Big love to those guys. That's beautiful. And especially in gaming where there's so much toxicity, it's beautiful to see something like that really thrive. Amazing. Um, Chad, what's your quote of the week? My quote of the week comes from American Pie. Um, so Chris Ostriker, Oz, is, is uh, 
laying the moves on Mina Suvari. I think that's her name. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, she's asking him to prom. It's really sweet after his lacrosse game. She's like, I don't know if you want to go, but and but I'd love to go to prom with you. And then Stifler comes up. And he's all being all stiffler, and he's like, "Those guys sucked ass." And he's like, "Choir chick, what the hell are you doing here?" And um, and then they continue, and he's like, "Yeah, I want to go to prom. That'd be great." And uh, Stiffler goes, Stiffler goes, "Well, don't expect Oz to pay for the limo." And this is my quote: it's Two people. Oz goes, "Stiffler, fuck. I mean, why do you gotta be so insensitive all the time?" And Stiffler goes what whatever that's my quote nice (laughs) what he's so good dude he's so good he's so good aaron what's your quote (laughs) of the week my quote of the week is from back to the future uh after uh marty wakes up in a dark room uh and it turns out it's it's uh his mom's uh bedroom he says, Calvin, why, why do you keep calling me Calvin? And she says, well, it is your name, isn't it? Calvin Klein. It's written all over your underwear. So A, she's scoping his dong while he's unconscious. And B, I mean, who writes their underwear on their, I mean, even in the 50s, people are writing their, under, their name on their underwear? Weird. Yeah. Did you see the note that a producer sent to Zemeckis about that film? where he was upset about the name and he didn't want them to call it back to the future. And it's this long email that you can read where he gives like bullet points as to why he believes he's right about his proposed title, which is spaceman from Mars. And he's like, they should, he was so adamant that they had to call the movie spaceman from Mars and that back to the future. Wasn't the right title. Cocaine. Yeah. But people are just using it as like reason. They're like, that's why you got to trust your instincts. Don't listen to other people. Also cocaine. Don't let people meddle. Yeah. Yeah, That guy was clearly on cocaine. The guy yeah. that wrote that, really? Yeah, the, guy, the guy that wrote that email clearly has to be. I think okay. he, I think he was. Did he make good points though? That's why it was like a good email. You're like, oh, this guy like really believes in what he's saying, but at the same time, you're like, he was so wrong. Yeah, yeah. Literally, they're trying to get back to the future. It's yeah. a great name. Yeah, it's great. It's What's incredible. your quote of the week? My quote of the week is going to be a paraphrasing, uh, and I'm probably going to get it a little bit wrong, but it's like, um, I don't know if it's from Winnie the Pooh or what it's from, but it's like, um, you know, a, a life. The definition of success, they're like, is if at the end of life is measuring how much you like people. And I'm like, that's kind of interesting. And it's interesting in this COVID year of like just seeing people like how some people have been so selfish, other people have been selfless. And just basically is it's like, all right, did you not get super rock hardened by life and, and uh, let it, you know, sort of put you in a shell, but are you still open at the end of it? And I don't know what I fucking can't remember what it's from, but I saw I was watching a movie with my my fiance and I was like, oh, I gotta bank that, but I forget. Nice. But anyways, it's not really a quote, maybe more of a sentiment. Still solid. My quote of the week is from the film Green Street Hooligans. It's a Elijah Wood and Charlie Hunnam movie from like 2007, I want to say, about a, an American who goes to England and gets caught up in a firm, like a football teams, like a soccer teams. A fight club basically and they fight other football teams fight clubs and uh the movie's just all about having your bros back it's all about just like it's really great if you're a young dude you'll love it because it's like the ultimate like morality in the movie the ultimate virtue is that if your friend's in a fight you back them up no matter what 
And so it's a little juvenile, but, but it's powerful. And I, I loved it. And, uh, it has a lot of great lines in it where it's just dudes being badass. So the big final clash is happening and like the, the bad guy football team from like, uh, Millwall is fighting the good guys from, uh, West Ham and they're, they're battling it out. It's a big brawl. And the, our main guy, Charlie Hunnam, our hero, Pete is getting his ass rocked by the bad guy. I think his name's Tommy. Yeah. And he's, and he's beating the shit out of him. He cheated. He used like a, a baton to wound Pete who would have kicked his ass in a fair fight. And his buddy, Pete's buddy, Bover, is like out of the firm because he got, he got Pete's brother hurt. But then he just starts running to the fight. And then right as Tommy's about to land like the final blow to kill him, Bover just tackles him, tackles Tommy, gets on top of him, wails on him, ends it with a headbutt. And then he comes over to pick up Pete's mangled body. And then Charlie Hunt him so good. He just looks at him and goes, old mate Bubba never could turn down a good scrap. And then Bubba goes, you know me, mate. And I was like, these dudes are awesome, man. <laughs> these dudes are cool. Um, so I watched that on YouTube a lot. It gets me fired up. Oh, yeah. Chat, what's your phrase of the week for getting after it? Uh, my phrase of the week for getting after it is, uh, let's for real rip our jeans. Dude, that's pretty good. That's badass. That's really good. Aaron, what's yours? Where we're going, we don't need roads. Nice. Smart. <laughs> Strides. Fucking let's go. Nice. Uh, mine is uh, before you and your friends go out for drinks, everybody puts their hand into a circle. You put your hands on top of one of each other like you're doing a cheer. In like a sports game, we used to do this a lot. And then you go, best friends forever. You go, on three, best friends forever. You say that. It feels corny. Feel how you feel after like you and five of your bros do that before you hit the bar. You'll feel pretty strong. Hell yeah. I think that's the pot. That's it, dudes. Stokers, drink fruit smash, leave a review. Strider, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, boys. Freaking fired up. Aaron. Good to see ya. Thanks, Aaron. John Thomas. Let's go. Later, dudes. These guys are really nice.